God bless you. This is your host, Miles Kilby, uh, the Prophetic Podcast. I want to welcome you on to the podcast today, and uh, I pray you're having a wonderful day, having an awesome day as you get to tune in wherever you are, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, What I want to talk about today, I want to talk about keys to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, keys to revival and the outpouring of the Spirit in the presence of God. And I'm going to be looking, I'm going to start out by looking in Acts, the first chapter. I want to give you a few insights that I recently just came across. And I'm going to be reading this from the Passion Translation. I just really like how it captures the message uh, that of Scripture right here in Acts, the first chapter. And I'm going to start reading in verse 12. And wherever you're joining me from, Uh, If you would, share this, share this podcast with your friends and people you know. I'm going to start producing more content content and really boosting and uh, pushing this podcast out, pushing out uh, revelation, uh, prophetic teaching, uh, prophetic messages, prophetic utterances, and I believe it's going to be a great blessing to your life. So today I want to talk about, again, keys to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, keys to revival. Uh, so I'm going to look in Acts, the first chapter, starting in verse 12. Uh, it says, The disciples left the Mount of Olives and returned to Jerusalem, less than a mile away. Arriving there, they went into a large second-floor room to pray. Okay, that's the key is prayer. And that's a lot of what I'm going to emphasize on today. And I believe that this is a prophetic uh, push and message for the body of Christ says, those present were Peter, John, Jacob, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, Jacob, the son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, Judas, the son of Jacob, and a number of women. That's a very powerful key is that, you know, it names off all of these apostles, uh, these male apostles, but then it, it says, and a number of women were there, including Mary or Miriam, Jesus' mother was there in the upper room praying uh, with these men and women of God. And so we see that prayer was very important to them. They had an emphasis of prayer, and the Holy Spirit was truly leading them, I believe, to pray and to seek the face of God. And it continues, it says, His brothers were there as well. All of them were united in prayer gripped with one passion, interceding night and day. And so those are the three things that I want to focus on uh, in this message is that the first thing being is that they were all united in prayer. Okay, so that is key, I believe, to a revival, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that we're going to see is that there has to be a unity, there has to be a uniting of God's people in prayer coming into one mind and one accord. Why is it important for us to unite in prayer? We have to unite in prayer for there to be one mind, one accord, so that we can come into agreement, be on the same mind, same, same, uh, the same page, essentially, that we're not divided, but we're truly moving in unity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so the Scripture tells us that one can put a thousand to flight and two can put ten thousand. And so when we are corporately united in prayer, there is a release of the anointing and power of the Holy Spirit upon God's people. 
that truly brings transformation and breakthrough into our regions and communities. So unity is key. Psalm 133 says, How blessed is it for brothers to dwell together in unity. You know, in the very beginning, uh, in Genesis, I believe it's the sixth chapter, it tells us, uh, it's talking about the Tower of Babel and how that the people were so unified that there was nothing impossible for the people when they were unified. And of course, they were using their unity in the wrong way. They were trying to build a tower up to the heavens. They were trying to build their way to God. And so, but the scripture testifies and says that there was nothing impossible for the people when they were unified. And so the the power of unity is extremely important to God. And I believe that God is really emphasizing and prophetically declaring a message of unity throughout the body of Christ that we must unify at all cost. Let it not take persecution for the church of Jesus Christ to unify. Let it not be that it, let it not have to be that persecution is what drives us to unity, but let us voluntarily do it by the Holy Spirit. This is truly the will of God for God's people to unify. So, this is extremely important. It says they were united in prayer. They weren't just coming together and praying, but when they came together to pray, they came and united in prayer together. So they, 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 uh, they were bound together in, in cords and passion and love, and God was moving through that supernaturally. So the first thing is uniting together in prayer. And these are, the three, these are three keys that preceded the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So the first is being united in prayer. The second, it says they were gripped with one passion. That is extremely powerful. And I love how this translation uh, says this uh, and records this. It says that they were gripped with one passion. Okay, so there weren't all these other passionate things, all these other things that they were passionate about, but they were gripped with one passion. Have you ever been gripped by Jesus? Where, or have you ever been gripped by the Holy Spirit? When the Holy Spirit just truly takes hold of you and compels you, and He grips you, He grabs hold of you. That's what happens when you're united, united in prayer, is that the Holy Spirit descends and falls upon you. He grips you. He grips our hearts. And so this says that they were gripped with one passion. And so they were moving passionately in pursuing God. They were gripped with this passion and this zeal for God and in prayer and in contending and seeking His face and for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to take place. So they were united in prayer. They were gripped with one passion. A single passion is what we need in the body of Christ. We need to be gripped with one passion to see the outpouring of the Spirit. And then the, thirdly, it says they were interceding night and day. And wow, what a what a testimony of the of the early church is that they were interceding night and day for the outpouring of the Spirit of God. And so Jesus told them, He said, "Wait in the city." Uh, Luke 24:49. He said, "Wait in the city until you are endued or clothed with power from on high." And so they took the words of Jesus serious, and they waited. They tarried in the city interceding night and day 
until they saw the manifestation and the outpouring of the Spirit that came at the appointed time on the day of Pentecost. And so the appointed time of God is extremely important. Um, the day of Pentecost was an appointed time. All the feasts of the Lord are appointed times that are set by God on His calendar to have a special meeting and visitation with His people. And so it's like God inviting us to a special meal with Him. And so that is so awesome. And that's what all the feasts of God are. It's an invitation of God um, to come to a special dinner and a special banqueting table with Him to receive from Him. And so that is powerful. And so they, were, they knew that they were coming into Pentecost and that was the appointed time for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So they were interceding night and day. And I want to tell you that when the church begins to move in intercession, when we begin to move into night and day intercession, uh, we're going to see, I believe, an awesome outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's going to take night and day prayer. And so that's why I believe God is birthing houses of prayer. He's raising them up. He's raising up people to serve in the house in the houses of prayer. And this is going to usher in a movement of revival, a movement of evangelism uh, to see the harvest come in. So I'm extremely excited. Uh, you know, we're launching a house of prayer at our local church in Pooler, Georgia, which is a suburb of Savannah, Georgia. And I'm believing God truly for an outpouring of His Spirit through this house of prayer and that it's going to be night and day prayer. So I'm extremely excited about what God is doing throughout the earth in this area, in this, in this vein of things. So I want to encourage you with those three things. You know, be united in prayer with other believers, with other leaders. It's time for leaders in the body of Christ to come together and work together. It's time to put down our division, put down our divisive walls, and come together and unify, pray together, worship together. This is when we're going to see the kingdom of God advance and move forward, I believe. We must come together and unite and have a strategy from the Lord Jesus Christ. And secondly, we need to be gripped with one passion. We need to have focus, one passion, one heart, one desire. And that's, I believe, to see God pour out His Spirit in all the earth and to see the harvest come in. Signs, wonders, and miracles taking place. And then thirdly, it's going to require night and day intercession. And so I'm believing that God is going to continue to birth this in the earth, that His people would be led to, to do night and day intercession. It's going to be so powerful. And we're going to see a release and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, I believe. So, you know, the times that we're living in is just like the prophet Joel said. He said, Behold, in the last days I'll pour forth my Spirit out on all flesh, on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall have visions. And so that's what God is doing. He's pouring out His Spirit upon all flesh. The glory of God is being poured out in the earth, just like it says in Habakkuk. It says that the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters covers the seas. And so God is truly doing that in this day. He's pouring out His glory says the revelation, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters covers the seas. You know, I live here close to the coast, on the coast of Georgia, and 
I look, when I look out at the ocean, I think, wow, that is what, that's what it, the earth is going to look like when the glory of God covers the earth. It's going to look like this vast ocean. It's going to cover everything. You're going to be able to see it everywhere. In other words, it's going to be manifesting everywhere. Signs, wonders, and miracles. We're going to see these manifestations coming forth. We're going to see the sons of God coming forth. We're going to see God moving in supernatural ways. Uh, we're going to see God raise the dead, heal the sick. We're going to cast out devils. But we're going to see a movement of and an outpouring of the glory of God like we've never seen before. I truly believe that, that it's here and that it's continuing to come increasingly in the days ahead and that we're moving from one level of glory to another level of glory, to another dimension. So be encouraged. Stay focused on Jesus. Uh, if you're coming under attack right now in any way, shape, or form, rebuke the enemy, and we just rebuke Satan right now in the name of Jesus. We bind you right now in Jesus' name. And I just command you to loose everyone who's listening to this podcast. And I declare that they are released by the power of the Holy Ghost, that the anointing breaks the yoke, that every form of bondage is broken off their lives right now in the name of Jesus, that the anointing of God, the anointing of God breaks the yoke right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. So I want to encourage you to connect with us on Facebook. You can go to the River uh, page on Facebook. That's our uh, local church that we have. You can also connect with me uh, Miles Kilby on Facebook. You can follow me, like my stuff. You can see messages that I put out on Facebook. And I want to encourage you to continue to follow the podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. I'm going to continue to do more prophetic teaching and uh, teach people how to prophesy. Um, we also have on Facebook an Elijah School of... It's called the Elijah Company. And the Elijah Company is a school of prophets that you can connect with. I'll be posting uh, regular teachings on there that you can be blessed to uh, receive the teaching, the equipping, and the impartation. So I want to bless you with that. Uh, join that group on Facebook, and it'll be a great blessing to your life. Um, thinking of, we have a couple of events coming up for our local church in Savannah, Georgia. We have our Next Generation Conference coming up September 6th and 7th. So if you're in the area, please join us. It's a free registration, and you'll be blessed. Eddie James is going to be joining us, leading the worship, and several other guests. So I'm going to leave you with that for now. God bless you, and I look forward to seeing you and talking with you again soon. Amen.